Alright, what is going on? Happy fucking Monday. I hope you're doing well. Welcome to the Risen Foreign Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Hendrickson, and you're about to hear some open and authentic conversations about things like mental health and self-development, and that is what you can expect if you are brand new to this podcast, if you're a first-time listener. Thank you very much for tuning into this, whether you're watching this on YouTube, you're listening on Spotify, you're listening on Apple Podcasts, and if you're a returning listener or returning viewer, then thank you very much for coming back and supporting the show. I really do appreciate you, whether you're brand new or you're returning. You are the reason that I do what I do. So thank you very much, and let's jump into this show. So today, um, I am sitting here. I'm recording this. I hope your week is kicking off well. It's Monday uh, maybe it's Monday morning when you listen to this, and I'm hoping you have a good day. Maybe it's Monday afternoon or Monday evening, or maybe you're listening to this on another day. But this is posted uh, on a Monday, and the point of me posting things on a Monday is to make sure that your week kicks off well. Uh, later in the week, around Thursday, I like to tune in with you and um, make sure that the week is going well. Maybe pick up your spirits a little bit, give you a little bit of lift, a little, little bit of a boost. Um, but today's Monday morning, so I hope your Monday morning is doing well. So thank you very much um, for jumping in on this podcast with me and sharing a little bit of your time with me. Maybe you're driving to work. Maybe you're driving home from work. Maybe you're um, doing laundry. Maybe you're laying in bed. Maybe you're, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but um, let's jump into it. So yesterday I'm sitting down with my girlfriend, Teddy, and she's, her and I are just sitting there talking. We're talking about... Um, being um, mentally ill, basically, uh, talking about our experience with depression, kind of growing up through uh, our teenage years, and her and I are kind of expressing two different points of views. Um, you know, the one where um, you kind of hate the world, you think that the world is all against you, you think that the world is your enemy, that everybody's kind of ganging up on you, that every force in the universe is working against you no matter what you do you can't get anything right um there's that kind of point of view where you're kind of a pessimistic look on the outside world and then there's the other point of view where you have a pessimistic view of yourself you kind of hate yourself there's a lot of um, self-loathing a low self-esteem uh, low self-confidence uh, a very poor self-image a lot of it is revolving around the self so there's two types of mindsets in my eyes when you are kind of suffering from, you know, especially depression, uh, it's the hatred of the world or hatred of the self. And uh, sometimes it's a combination of both, but those are the two experiences that I've personally had. Um, and I don't know if you guys relate to that or not, but I'm sure you do if you've gone through something like this in the past. Or maybe you're going through something like this right now, and uh, hopefully I'm going to help you out with a little bit of it right now. But, um, you know... Personally, uh, I did fall into the mindset of, you know, hating the world and kind of being pissed off and angry with the world all the time uh, for a short period of my life. But most of my time spent in depression was kind of hating myself. Like it was kind of a lot of self-loathing, uh, a little bit of self-harm, substance abuse, uh, different behavioral addictions, st stuff like that. And, you know, growing up, a lot of my coping mechanisms was to either try and hide from my problems or to try and numb out my problems. And that's obviously where a lot of behavioral and substance addictions come from. So uh, a lot of the time, what I would do when I felt like garbage, especially when I felt anxious as well, is I would try and isolate myself. I would try and, um, you know, keep to myself and not show other people how I was feeling. I felt like I could just wait it out and maybe uh, the world would get better or maybe 
you know, if I just sat and waited long enough, the feelings would pass and I wouldn't feel this way anymore. That was kind of the way that I thought a lot of the time. So this, you know, in my early years led me to basically just closing my door, shutting out the world, hiding in my room, playing video games and trying to forget about my problems and try and make myself distracted and kind of feeling good with instant gratification and dopamine rushes of, you know, beating the next level, getting the next upgrade, getting some new armor in a video game. Like it was basically just trying to chase a a fantasy world and forget about the world that I lived in because I felt like I was shit at life. I felt like I was garbage. I didn't really have much self-worth at all. I didn't have any self-confidence. And this ended up becoming a never-ending cycle because... I never applied myself at anything in life. I thought I was stupid, so I never tried in school. I never read. I never journaled. I never did anything like that. I thought that was what smart people did. I didn't think I was smart, so fucking count me out. Um, Though I played sports, I never felt like I was good at them. I never really felt like I was really good at anything like that. I, I, I played hockey growing up, and then I ended up playing rugby quite a bit. And the only thing I ever ended up being good at was kind of roughing people up, hitting people, um being a little bit of an aggressor that way and then that kind of led me to go into jujitsu and I realized I wasn't even that good at fighting anyways um so my my um you know my response to all of this was basically to just kind of stop doing all of those things all together and I ended up becoming like a little bit of a gym bro a gym junkie and that was kind of the only way that I knew how to deal with my issues was to again It was another form of shutting the world out, putting on my headphones and just being, you know, kept to myself, being too, uh, you know, being able to be a little bit of a social recluse and uh, step away from my problems that way. And so essentially what I would do because I had a low self-worth is I tried to cut myself off and disconnect myself with the world around me. I tried to stay away from other people, not talk to other people, keep my headphones in and keep to myself. And this, in turn, obviously, made me feel even worse. Um, Essentially, what would happen is um, I would go through this never-ending cycle for years and years and years of, you know, feeling bad. So then I would stay away from other people. I would keep to myself. I would not discuss these things with other people. Um, And that would give me the short-term benefits of not having to have tough conversations or be open or be my authentic self or have to even look into how I was feeling. Um, And then after a while, I realized I was isolated socially and physically. And then that would make me feel worse. And then the cycle would repeat over and over and over again, because my only response to feeling bad was to shut the world out. And then another issue that I had a lot of the a lot of my life, and I still kind of battle with this today um, is overeating, like a food addiction, pretty much. Like whenever I felt bad, I would just have a snack. I would just eat and I would be able to, you know, take things to my room. I would fucking, you know, snack on a ton of different things. I would just kind of eat by myself. I would eat when I was bored. I would eat when I was sad. I would eat when I was angry. I would eat when I was happy. It was a form of celebration. But at the end of the day, it led to me basically overeating all the fucking time. And that was, uh, you know, I felt like that was kind of something that was in me. Like I thought that it was just something that I had to do. Um, There was even a point, you know, where I worked in the gym and I climbed myself, uh, you know, I climbed up the ladder. I was still able to, you know, work as a productive 
team member in that t- the sales team that I was in, I ended up becoming in in, in into uh, a management position. And in my desk, you know, I would come into work every single day. And in my desk, I had my fucking drawer was full of boxes of Oreos. And so anytime that I felt stressed or pissed off or anxious about work, you know, I could just eat a couple cookies. And that was literally one of my coping mechanisms. And so this obviously led me to uh, overeating, overconsuming. And then uh, when you do that, you fucking take a look in the mirror. And especially if you're working out often, you feel like you're worthless. You feel like you're... Um, you know, your efforts are meaningless because no matter how hard you train, you can't out train a bad diet, especially if you've got a box of fucking Oreos in your desk and you're just eating that shit all day. And if that is the case, and then you're overeating, you're overconsuming, you're fucking literally trying to eat your problems away. You go into the washroom, you go into the fucking change room, you, you go into your own bathroom at home. You know, you go to take a shower, you take your clothes off and you look at yourself in the mirror and you think, fuck, I hate myself. And then that leads to even more fucking, you know, self-image issues, self-confidence issues. And then that becomes a never-ending cycle as well. Um, So these kind of negative spirals continuously get you further and further. And and sometimes it feels like the more you go down them, the harder it is that it is to climb out. And that actually is true because momentum works in both ways. The more you push yourself down, um, the further down you go, obviously. And... um, you know, with momentum and, and uh, the law of inertia, I don't know if you guys are any, or any of you guys are physics nerds at all, but, um, you know, inertia says that, you know, uh, uh, a stagnant or a, a object that is not in motion uh, is uh, basically hard to get into motion and, a mo- and an object that is in motion is hard to get out of motion. And so if that motion is in a negative fucking spiral downwards, then it's hard to stop that, let alone change the direction of that. But that's not to say that it's not possible at all. Um, The reason I'm bringing all of these things up is because a lot of these coping mechanisms, even though they were trying to um, aid negative emotions and even though they were trying to basically be a little bit of a comfort in a very dark time, they were actually putting me in a darker place. And a lot of these you know, decisions I made, because at the end of the day, all of these things were my decision. Nobody force fed me. I was fucking force feeding myself. Nobody made me or caused me to isolate. Um, Even though I could have blamed anxiety or social anxiety or any other fucking ailment that I had, like depression or anything like that. I was the one deciding to isolate myself. I was the one deciding to overconsume. I was the one deciding to do a lot of things that led me into a fucking dark hole. And realizing that was a very tough thing for me to start to actually understand. And that's the reason I'm bringing this all up right now is because um, I don't know if you guys listened to the interview that I had with Hussein recently, uh, but him and I discussed very briefly a uh, realization that I had very recently in my life. And I even it, it caused me in that episode to write this down on a post-it note, which I have literally posted on my wall right over here you can't see it it's out of the screen uh if you're watching this video but the post-it note that i i took note of um it says you are the cause and the solution to all of your problems right i'm going to say that one more time you are the cause of and the solution to 
every single one of your problems that you deal with. And that might be a tough message to hear. It might be a tough thing to even understand because there's a lot of things in life that are unfair. And I'm not saying 100% of the time that you are responsible for every single bad thing that happens to you, but you are at least, in the very least, if you're not in control of the situation, you are responsible to not make things worse for yourself with your reactions to these situations. And so because of that, uh, you are the cause of and the solution to every single one of your problems that you have in your life. And that might be a daunting thing to hear about, you know, if you are in the stage of your life like I was at, like when I was describing earlier, where you're overindulging, you're overconsuming, you're self-isolating, you're kind of pushing yourself away from other people, you're pushing other people away from you. Um, you know, you're engaging in behaviors that make you more poor, more fat, more lazy, uh, more isolated, uh, more disconnected, and, you know, overall more depressed and more anxious. If you're in that state right now, hearing the statement that you are the cause of and solution to all of your problems can be a very, you know, um, hurtful message. It can kind of hurt to hear that thing because you're like, well, I'm suffering right now. And to say that this suffering is my fault, well, that's a fucking mean thing to say. But the flip side of it is you're also the solution to all of your problems as well. And that's a beautiful fucking message and it's uplifting and that should motivate you to some degree as well. Because knowing that you could be the solution to every single problem that you have in your life should be an inspiring message for you to hear because whether you're dealing with financial stress, whether you're dealing with stress with your 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 physique, your body, your self-image, the way that you look at yourself, the way you carry yourself, the way that you dress yourself, the way that you interact with yourself, the 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 way that you treat yourself, right? Um, whether you're dealing with issues of, you know, relationship issues, whether you're dealing with issues at work, whether you're dealing with issues uh, in your home life, whether you're dealing with issues you know, you, you feel like you're not a good, uh, a good student, a good reader, a good journaler, you're not good at, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to do, just understand that you are the solution to that problem that you're facing right now. So whether you've caused it or not, you can at least be the solution to this problem. But chances are you did probably cause this issue, um, whether you want to accept that or not. You know, you could say, oh, this is my response when I'm anxious. This is my response when I'm depressed. This is what I have to do to get through this. Uh, this is what makes me feel good. But that is just a story that you're telling yourself. If you've read the book, The Four Agreements, that is an agreement that you've made with yourself. Um, and, and uh, you know, one of those agreements that, that's in that book is to not th take things personally. So don't fucking take this personally. Um, and if you do and it hurts you, then good. Let that fucking motivate you. Sorry. But uh, that's the way the fucking cookie crumbles. But uh, what was I saying? Oh, the, the reason that this should be an uplifting message is understanding that you can be the solution to whatever it is that you're struggling with. Um, like whether, whether it's any of those examples I said earlier, or maybe it's an example that I haven't even stated yet. Um, you can be the solution to that, right? If you look at yourself in the mirror, and whether it's a, a physical thing or a, an emotional thing or whatever thing that it is that you look at yourself and you're like, I fucking hate this. I'm not happy with it, and I want this to change so fucking bad. You can be the solution to that thing, okay? Whether it's, you know, controlling a little bit more of your discipline with your, your nutrition plan, 
whether it's going for a run, whether it's going for a workout, boosting those endorphins naturally, because we, we all know that exercise is the literally the best antidepressant in the world. Um, and it's also one of those things, I, I, I hate to fucking say this to you as well, it's one of those things that doesn't just work the first fucking time you do it. You know, you're not going to have one workout and then, bang, instantly just fucking be in shape and feel good about yourself. It takes fucking doing it every single day for an extended period of time when you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're thinking, why aren't I getting these results yet? Why aren't I getting these results yet? It's been a month. It's been two months. It's been three months. It's been four months. It's something that takes months and sometimes years of discipline of just doing this action every single day and, you know, not not getting results immediately, but having faith that moving in the right direction is going to improve your life. So again, it could be something else. It could be completely non-fitness related, though a lot of a lot of that, whether we're willing to admit it or not, a lot of fitness schools and a lot of image issues that we have with our physique are directly tied to our mental health. And people don't like fucking admitting that in the in the age that we're in right now of fucking uh, body positivity and acceptance of fucking all bodies. But I'm going to tell you right now that your fitness level is directly tied to your mental health, the way that you feel about yourself, the way that you carry yourself, the way that you treat yourself as well. And um, um, you could look at, you know, self-care as fucking curling up on the couch and fucking eating a bunch of fucking candy, eating a bunch of fucking junk food, watching your favorite shows on Netflix. But I'm going to tell you right now that that's not fucking self-care. Self-care is doing things that take care of yourself. Self-care is eating nutritious food. Self-care is eating, um, you know, foods that are going to power your body to make you more energized, carry you throughout your day. And give you enough energy to go and work out. You say, oh, I don't have the energy to work out every single day. Well, that's because you're not working out every single day. Um, Your body is only going to make energy for the things that you demand it to do. So if you start working out every single day, your body will naturally make more energy. You know, if you self, like um, self-care is reading the right things it's writing down your own thoughts analyzing the things that make you angry especially for men out there that deal with anger issues it's writing down the things that make you angry understanding what triggers you and why it triggers you self-care is um having open and authentic conversations like this one right here and not taking things personally and understanding where you can improve that's something i struggle with as well because when people give me you know criticisms and critiques i get defensive i take things personally and self-care is understanding those small little things and understanding you are human and you do have flaws but working on getting them one percent better every single day so no Self-care has nothing to do with comfort. It has nothing to do with feeling good in the moment. It has everything to do with facing the issue head on and dealing with the things that have make you have a poor image of self. That's what self-care is. And understanding these things, to tie this all back into the, the statement that I made earlier, that you are the cause of and the solution to all of your problems, understanding everything I just said right now you know, ties into that perfectly because you can be the solution to whatever problem you're facing right now, whether it's having low energy, having low self-esteem, having low motivation, having, um, you know, low 
uh, confidence. It could be having low funds in your bank account. It could be literally anything. And I fucking dealt with all of these different things in my life. So I'm not talking about this from a high horse. I'm talking about this from the same level that you're at, because I'm going to tell you, I have literally dealt with every single one of these issues. Okay. And fuck, I'm still dealing with them right now. But this is a reminder to myself as much as it is a reminder for you as well that every issue that you're dealing with, you have the fucking power to solve it, especially if you can directly understand your impact in creating the issue in the first place. Because if you have the power to create something, you also have the power to change it or destroy it as well. And so if you've created a problem for yourself, you can fucking destroy it. You can create something brand new. Um, you know, anything that you've put yourself into, a situation, uh, a, a point in your life, you know, a, a dark time, you can also carry yourself out. And it's okay to need help sometimes. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to reach out and say, I don't fucking understand. How can I do this? But the point that I want to drive home today is that you can be the solution to every single problem that you're facing in your life. And I know I sound like a broken record right now. I'm going to try and wrap this up um, and tie this into a little bit of an uplifting message. But I want you to understand that you can solve this fucking problem, uh, whether you need help from an outside source or not. And I sincerely believe that you probably do not. You know, I think that you know what it is exactly that you need to do right now. And that's something that you're going to have to literally sit and think about and clearly understand, you know, what is it right now that you can do today to put yourself in a better position so you hate yourself a little bit less tomorrow morning when you wake up and think, I'm really fucking proud that I did that thing that I didn't want to do. I felt resistance but I did it anyways. And that in and of itself can help motivate you to do it again the next day and the next day and the next day. And you might think to yourself, this is doing no fucking good. Maybe you're dealing with financial issues and you think, well, my fucking bills are piling up right now. But that little bit, that 1%, that 5%, that 10% more work that you didn't do yesterday, that you did today, that motivates you to do it again the next day and do it again the next day, it might not pay off within a week. It might not pay off within a month. It might not pay off within a year. But if you do that extra work every single fucking day, and um, a really good book about this actually is The Compound Effect by uh, Darren Hardy, I believe. You know, that 1% of effort every single day will build up eventually. That's, um, it's almost like a universal law. And you might not be able to reap the benefits quickly. It's not going to be one of those instant gratification things. In fact, it's the exact opposite. What I'm explaining is the, I'm going to call it the law of delayed gratification. But I'm going to tell you, if you can push through that uncomfortability for just a while, um, and, and I, and it's, it's unexplainable how long that while is going to be essentially, um, however long it took you to create this problem, you can expect that amount of time at the very least to, to solve this problem. But eventually you your actions will compound every single day, whether they're positive or negative and create either problems for you or solutions for you. So that's, I'm going to think about this week. 
as uh, we stroll into this week. It's Monday today. Uh, maybe you're listening to this on another day, but take this um, at the exact same point, whether it's Monday today or it's Tuesday, you're listening to this tomorrow. Uh, maybe you're listening to this a fucking week from now, a month from now, or maybe you're kicking back and you're listening to this a fucking year from after it's posted. But understand that everything you do today will either create a problem for you or a solution for you in the future. So live accordingly. That's all I got for today. Kind of an intense episode, but also um, that's what's on my mind today. So that's all I got. I'm going to wrap this up. Um, I don't think there's any announcements or anything important that I need to say, but um, that's it. Go out and fucking create some solutions for yourself and stop creating a fucking problem. Um, That's all I got. Go out and have a good one. Much love. Peace out, you beautiful fucking human beings. I love you all. Thank you.